following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Would you be interested in hearing the radio show? You are absolutely atrocious. Come on, man. At least listen to what I have to say. There is one person in charge of every office in America, and that person is Charles Darwin. We need to evolve into dudes who score. It naturally follows that if we can significantly reduce the inappropriate use of equipment, you should, like, copy your butt. We will also significantly reduce the number of accidents. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language and mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rose! Come on, I love you, Rose. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! SportsJourney.com Radio Network is on the air. It's the Bob Matthews Show. Welcome on in. Hope everybody has had a good weekend or a good week. Uh, It'll be the weekend coming up here pretty soon, depending on when you're listening to this. Training camp rolls on. By the way, if you missed uh, the uh, Hall of Fame game last night, apparently Cowboy quarterback Dak Prescott, the shoulder has gone from... Just a couple of days that he's going to be out to just a couple of weeks that he's going to be out. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what I said when I heard. Uh, we've got some exclusive uh, audio here uh, from Jerry Jones, too. A uh, reporter asked uh, Coach Jerry exactly um, what, you know, if Dak is not ready to go first game of the season you know opening week um you know what's his plans what's it what are he and the cowboys gonna do i'm taking the kids to my sisters so there you go i don't know that that sounds like a great plan but hey if that's what he wants to do that's what he wants to do all right enough of this frivolity let's get right down to it first full week in ashburn is almost done friday night of course the team took field so everybody that wanted to could come out to FedEx and watch them there. What are our takeaways from this first full week in Ashburn and second full week of training camp? Uh, It seems like the defense is a little ahead of the offense, but the offense does seem better. Um, A lot going on that we're hearing about vis-a-vis the linebackers. Um, Ron Rivera has been speaking very, very highly of his linebacking core this year. And you might remember last year, that was the source of some frustration from him. You heard him in quite a few games, especially uh, against Seattle, uh, both games against the Giants, where he was frustrated with the play of the linebackers. The reason was, especially in those three games that I single out, and there were some others, defense got run on a lot. And you say, well, if this defense is supposedly so good, why are, you know, teams like the Seahawks and the Giants gashing them for 150, 160 yards on the ground? And it's because of the play of the linebackers. In a 4-3 defense, your defensive linemen are there to kind of take up space, plug the holes, let the linebackers make the plays. But the linebackers can't do that if they're not in the right gaps. Now, that got better as the season went on. And we're going to hear about that when we talk to Cole Holcomb in a few minutes. Um, 
We're also going to hear from Riverboat Ron, as we always do. He took the podium yesterday after practice and ran down some questions uh, that we had for him. So, Maestro, let's uh, go ahead, cue that music, and let's get to it. Let's start with the most important issue, and that is the COVID situation. And we have good news on that front. Rivera saying yesterday that thanks to a vaccine push last week, Washington's vaccination rate is now above 85%. And that is huge. So here is Rivera on uh, the vaccine situation as of right now. Well, it's good. I mean, you know, the, the, the kudos to the players for, you know, for, for, for trying to get as, as informed and educated on, the, on, on it as much as possible. And, you know, that's a good thing. That's a plus. We're heading in the right direction. You know, we, we still have several guys that aren't, um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, hopefully we can continue as these guys get more and more comfortable with it. Um, you know, we can get it done. Well, as, as, as we cross the threshold, you know, the, the, the protocols do lighten up. They do ease up. You know, it means we can do a lot more things in person uh, and, and as groups as long as, you know, we, uh, as long as the unvaccinated do, do pay attention and, and stay separated. But for the core guys that are, are vaccinated, they can get a little bit tighter and, and, and be around each other a little bit more. So that's a huge plus. You feel like the guys kind of took some of your frustrations to heart, even if it took them a little while? Um, maybe. I mean, and again, it, it's a personal decision. I mean, a lot of guys got to think through this and try and understand it. You know, and, and, and I hope that there's enough good examples out there to, to, to get guys to think and sway them to, to do what, what they believe is right. See, again, another great example of good leadership from Rivera. He could have very easily taken credit for it, and nobody would have blamed him. I mean, for heaven's sake, the guys should be in a compromise. And, you know, to say, yeah, I, I think it might have had something to do with it would have been totally imbalanced. But, again, he and he said this, I think, in the, the first press conference, when he became head coach, he said, if we win, it's all about them. If they lose, if we lose, it's all about me. So, and, and you know, you heard him talk about personal responsibility and guys making their own decisions and things like that. Lo and behold, here they are now above 85%, which means the protocols are relaxed. You can have a lot more guys together and can find spaces. And it's going to make it a lot easier to, you know, do things like putting game plans and whatnot. Contrast that with what we saw earlier in the week with Kirk Cousins talking about building a plexiglass bubble around himself in order to, uh, because he, you know, for whatever reason, uh, apparently won't take the vaccine. Leadership, not leadership. Also talked about, speaking of guys getting off the COVID list, Matt Ioannidis uh, off the COVID list and working his way back into shape. We asked Rivera, while Ioannidis has been working off to the side, is that just about kind of getting back into football shape or not? Well, you know, yesterday was an interesting day because, um, you know, they, they, they got after the defense pretty well. And, you know, Jonathan's been, been nursing the hamstring. And we didn't have Duran, we didn't have Matt uh, inside. We didn't have our stout guys. Today we had them back. We got an opportunity to see what they look like being stout, how much easier it is on the linebackers to run and flow and do those kinds of things. So it's good to have them both back out on the, on the field together again. And uh, looking forward to when we get Matt back, back out there as well. See, again, talking about the linebackers, that's the thing with the 3-4 defense. Your defensive linemen are there to clog up the holes, and your linebackers are there 
to make the plays. That's what they are supposed to do. And speaking of which, that's why we're talking with Cole Holcomb today as well. Uh, we we talked to Holcomb, asking him about uh, yeah, he's going to play a, a major, major part in this defense this year and you know who knows he might be the guy that's going to be calling the uh be calling the signals too depending on if he plays the mic linebacker or not and one of the biggest things we wanted to know from Cole today is what's the difference between year one in in the NFL year two in the NFL and now year three in the NFL uh, I mean I feel like you know Obviously, second year in the defense, you get in a better grasp of things. Um, you know, you can start thinking about second level stuff. Um, you're not thinking about necessarily exactly what your job is. You can kind of focus on what the offense is, is giving you, you know, your looks, you know, anticipate some plays that are coming. And then when you see what, you, what you're anticipating, then you can be a step quicker. You can, um, you know, have a more confidence in terms of, hey, I know I can, I can help somebody out here. I can help somebody out there. I know where my help's at. So I could take a shot here or a shot there. Like, so I just think it's, you know, second year in the defense, getting a lot more confidence in it. Um, I mean, the coverage aspect in terms of, I mean, man-to-man, it's just, you know, man-to-man coverage, being patient, you know, trusting my speed, not lunging, you know, and just having, having good eyes. And, uh, you know, when I do that, make a good play. When I don't, Logan, Logan got me yesterday on, you know, you obviously saw those bad eyes yesterday, so. That's a lot more reacting and a lot less reading this year, uh, according according to uh, Holcomb. We also asked him about his speed. Remember, this is a guy who played sideline to sideline a million miles an hour, especially his rookie year. And he said one of the biggest things that he has learned between year one and now the beginning of year three is that you kind of don't have to go balls to the wall every single solitary play. Sometimes being fast and out of control is not as good as, you know, hey, I can tone it down just a little bit. And instead of maybe going and blowing up an O-lineman and, you know, making a big a big hit, but the ball's running right by you, hey, use your agility at that point. Hey, you know, they know you, they're thinking you're fast. They're thinking you're going to shoot it. You can slip a block. You can, you know, use it that in different ways. So definitely. And uh, to that end, with, with regards to Jamin Davis, a lot was made of, of his speed. Um, we maybe can't see everything with what he's going to bring right now just because of the you guys, it's not a full situation. What are you kind of seeing with him and to that end, how his speed and athleticism is going to help you guys? Oh, dude, he's, he's Jamin's fast, man. He's uh, that dude is always around the ball. Like he's got, he's got great instincts. He's got, you know, a knack for finding it. And then he, he likes to finish on the ball. So like the other day or yesterday, he was, he started popping as we got into practice, and there was one play where, like, I was getting ready to take a shot on the ball. He came in and popped Logan Thomas, and I was like, "Oh, all right." Like, I, I didn't think he was gonna close that fast, and uh, you know, it took me took me by surprise a little bit. But you know, it's gonna help us a lot. He's he's got great speed, great instincts, good player. That was the great Ben Standing you heard with our good friend from the Athletic, with a little bonus info for us there. And yeah, you start thinking about it now. You got Jamin Davis in there, Holcomb, John Bostick. These linebackers that a couple of years ago, the last time we were at FedEx, we saw kind of chasing after tight ends and wide receivers on slants and stuff like that. 
now they've got the horses to kind of run with those guys. It's going to be real. I'm really, really interested to see how this manifests itself once they get on the field. Finally, we're going to uh, close it out today with, uh, with just a little bit of fun stuff. Um, if you have seen any video of Cole Holcomb at training camp so far this year, yeah, he's, he's, he's got the do back this year. Um, once again, he's brought the mullet to training camp and, you know, we had to ask him about it. Yeah. So the mullet idea was more, my, my fiance had told me I needed to do something to stick out a little more. So, uh, so I was, I had like a mohawk last year and I, and I cut it all and I was sad about it. So I was like, you know what, I'll just cut, trim the top and let the back row. And then it kind of, you know, it's gained some gained some leeway last year and then I was like you know what we'll just kind of carry it into the offseason see how it goes and it's it's kind of gotten a, a thing of its own now so you can't, can't get rid of it, it. It's, yeah it's not going yeah, anywhere I understand yeah it's definitely got a thing of its own that's for sure I'm willing to bet uh, that Cole Holcomb is the only um, recent I'd like to say graduate, maybe just attendee, but still graduate at the University of North Carolina that sported a mullet, certainly in the last, I don't know, what, 15, 20 years? All right, Nick and the Clock on the Wall say we got to get out of here. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Washington practicing at FedEx on Friday night. We will have a breakdown for you coming up a little bit later. Have you a great weekend, everyone. New England and Washington up in Foxborough less than a week from today. And remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do her white. But what puzzling you is the nature of my game. Winning. Stuck around St. Petersburg when I saw it was a time for a change. Winning. Killed the saw and its ministers. Anastasia screamed in vain. I am not Montel Williams. Seacrest out. Oh, yeah.